podcast. A podcast that I do with Rachel. Is that the beginning of this thing? You know it's not. I can never remember what it Try is. Try again, for real. Okay. Welcome today to the podcast. I don't know what it is. What's the name of our podcast? Welcome to the podcast, TV with my mom. A podcast that I do with Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was going to say with my mom. That's what I say, usually. I know. That's why I get confused. It's actually... Welcome to the podcast, TV with my mom. The podcast where me and my mom talk, talk about, about TV. TV. Hi, mom. Hi, Rachel. How's your day, Rachel? <laughs> it's great. How's yours? Great. You smell like chocolate. Mm. <laughs> well, I just ate a chocolate. Um, it was delicious. It's been a good day. Beginning of January. Beginning of yep. the new year. The new decade. The growing twenties. <laughs> I've seen that on the Twitter. Yeah. People are calling it that, the Roaring Twenties. Because the 1920s were called the Roaring Twenties. That's what I figured. Yeah. But then, like, a bunch of shit went downhill after that. So let's not have that happen. That's what I'm saying. Maybe don't call it that. I think it's bad luck. Okay. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, I'm not blaming you. Blame the Twitter-ers. Mm-hmm. The Twitter-verse. The Twitter-verse. (laughs) Twitter-verse. What did you call it? Twitterverse. That's what I said. You said Twitterverse. So <laughs> <laughs> like I would have thought I was five years old. Twitterverse. Twitter. Let's go to Twitter. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Um, it's that time of the day. Is it? It is. Do you have TV news for me today? I do. Um, would you like to do a theme song? Nope. We have a sideline. We have a side bystander. By- a side biter. <laughs> My sister is in the room with us, everyone. Yes. Hi, Hannah. Hi. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Anyway. Um, Thank you, Hannah, for that little bit of music. <laughs> <laughs> TV news. Yeah, that was definitely Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the Golden Globes were yesterday. Yes, they were. Um, big night. In television award for the year would you like to hear some news about it i would you know what i would love to because i fell asleep right when it started so did you catch any of ricky gervais's monologue i did oh my god well no i didn't catch it last i caught it after the fact mm-hmm. i caught it on youtube this morning and um he was the poor dame judy really Oh, I didn't listen to it. I only I only looked up this part. Oh, my God. So people all over the Internet were talking about how he just like was brutal to the celebrities in the room to the point where they cut his mic on the monologue. There was a couple of times where I thought I mean, I watched the whole monologue on YouTube Uh and I thought they were cutting it because he was swearing up a storm. Well, so this is what it said. So it all started. This is from a BuzzFeed article. It all started when Ricky called out Apple for launching a streaming service this year. Right off the bat, Apple CEO Tim Cook looked nervous. And then this is the quote. Apple roared into the TV game with The Morning Show, Ricky said, a superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. Mm -hmm. And then Ricky then turned his attention to all the actors, writers, and directors in the room. Well, you say you're woke. But the companies you work for, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, would you call your agent? You would call your agent, wouldn't you? The audience laughed nervously, but Ricky doubled down and his annoyance was palpable. 
And this is what he said. So if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg, who is the, yeah, you know. Yes. So if you win, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God, and, and then the network cut his mic. So maybe he said, and then fuck off. Yeah, I think he said, and fuck off. I see. Yeah, but there was a couple of, I mean, if you read about the thing he said about uh, Judy Dench, it was raunchy. So what do you think about this? Um, I think it's about time somebody called him out. I mean, <laughs> why not? Why cover up the fact? I mean, it's not like, I mean, are they any better than us? Mm. I don't, I mean, I think it's important if you have a platform to use it. And I think, so therefore I think it's valuable if people, um, celebrities and people in the public eye have a platform where they're going to reach a lot of people to share their beliefs and feelings so that the people that they can reach have a better understanding if they wouldn't have that access anywhere else. Right. But, I mean, there is a certain level of, like, being hypocritical, which is what I think he was calling out, which I did, I do think makes sense. I mean, it was a room full of most likely millionaires. Mm-hmm. And they're all, you know, beautiful and they're diamonds and dripping whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't know what they're dripping, but dripping with diamonds. Dip, dripping with diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> but and who knows what else? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they, I mean, I saw a couple of the acceptance speeches and they did um, bring up Australia mm. a few times, which was, you know, you know, pray for Australia, whatever. But, you know, are they opening up their pocketbooks? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, they could be. Yeah, they could be. Anyway, uh, other TV news. Succession won for best TV drama. Comedy went to Fleabag. No real surprises there. Mm-hmm. And um, anything else that stood out to you there about was, the night in TV awards? There was one uh, really funny one. Uh, this the, this guy won for lead actor in a comedy oh, yeah. on Hulu. Rami or Rami. Ra- I, don't, Rami? I don't know the show. I didn't know the show either, but his acceptance speech was hilarious because he got up there to accept the trophy and he just looked out in the audience and said, you all probably don't even know me. (laughs) (laughs) Well. You've probably never seen my show. And they all laughed at it. Rami Youssef? Yeah. Rami Youssef and the show Rami or Mm -hmm. Rami. I've never seen it or heard of it, Um, but maybe we should check it out. I think I want to. Yeah. Um, Patricia Arquette won for best performance by an actress in a limited series for the act. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chernobyl won some awards. Whatever. Yeah. It wasn't super interesting. Joaquin Phoenix won. Something that... Well, that's a movie. So something that I thought was really interesting that there was no network television shows nominated for Golden Globe. It was all HBO, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, that kind of stuff. Well, you would think that now they're going to have to step up their game. Or get streaming services. God help us all. (laughs) All right. Well, that's my TV news. That was good TV news. Rachel, thank you for the update. I'm sorry I snored through the Golden Globes. <laughs> well, I didn't watch them at all. I just read a BuzzFeed article online the next I day. I set my alarm on my phone to wake me up at 8 o'clock because I had gotten up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I thought, well, I'll just like snooze a little during the red carpet because hmm. I really wanted to see Ricky Gervais's monologue because I think he's pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, nope, didn't work. Bummer. Yeah. Whatever. Is work a little less intense now that uh, the holidays are behind us? Work is a little less intense. I've hired two new people. Oh, great. And uh, not as stress-filled. I'm glad to hear that. Me too. Oof. 
Mom, what the heck are we talking about today? Well, we're going to talk about... I've watched three different shows. I know. I've heard lots of different things about what this episode could be about. Yeah. I don't know. There's t- three three shows. One of the... I watched Reprisal, the first episode on Hulu. I... Never mind. Erase. I, for, <laughs> I don't even remember what it was about. Um... <laughs> And then I watched Dare Me on the C... I think it's a CW. Uh It's about cheerleaders. Um, I don't know if I'm going back to that one either. Interesting. But I did watch um, The Deputy on Fox. Which we talked about uh, when we were talking about shows we were excited about. Yes. Starting this coming year. You brought up this one, Deputy. Yes, because I like the lead character, the lead actor. Played by... Um, I don't think I know his name. (laughs) (laughs) You did it one time, though. Um, I did it one time because I liked him in some other show, but I can't remember his name now. Do you Um, want a hint? It's set in Texas, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Texas. Uh, well... I have no idea. I have not seen it. Or, no, it's Los Angeles. Oh, that was close. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm getting it confused. Um, <laughs> What's his name? Well, I thought it was Stephen Dorff. It is Stephen Dorff. Oh, okay. He's listed like fourth in the cast. Well, he's the lead character. Well, it's weird that he's listed so I remember deep. what I saw him in before that I liked him as. Who's Detective Cade Ward? Not a clue. Oh, well, he's, uh, he's got top billing on IMDb. Maybe he has more shows under his belt. So it's Steven Dorff. It's Steven Dorff. Hard to believe that this guy, Brian Van Holt, who I have no idea who it is, has more shows under his belt than Steven Dorff, who's been in a billion things. I don't know. All anyway, right. it's set in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I got confused because it has like a, a cowboy theme. Do you want me to read the IMDb? synopsis real quick for people um, or do you feel like you got this and you're gonna recap the show and we're all gonna know what it's about i can give it to you let's hear it i'm good at it i'm excited i stayed away for the whole thing great um okay so steven dorf is a deputy in the los angeles police department the I've title of the show is deputy <laughs> <laughs> so i remember that much yep um and he's like uh he's like a um a gunslinger i mean he's he's scruffy is he justified oh he's not he's not close (laughs) i mean come on (laughs) nobody can be as close to that but um he's he does have funny bits like justified dude does but uh, he doesn't have that twinkle in his eye anyway (laughs) you're making me go off track um so he's kind of like a rogue uh police officer and does things the way he wants to do him kind of like justified Mm -hmm. um but he uh, he's at some sort of drug bust or something. I guess it can get pretty gnarly in Los Angeles. I don't know exactly where in the town it gets gnarly. It's Los Angeles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been. Uh-huh. So there must be some seedy sides. I'm sure. <laughs> you know, not just the Hollywood. Well, most cities to have that. They do. Well, yeah. But, I mean, this looks like really seedy. Like gang. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of gangs. <laughs> Okay. And drug stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we might have that here at good old Burlington. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. Anyway. It's not bad. No. You're fine. <laughs> Gangs exist. We know it's true. They do. I think it's more towards Rutland, though. <laughs> Stop. That's bad. <laughs> Why is that bad? Everybody talks about it. Don't call out Rutland. <laughs> it's a good place to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway. This is staying in, you know. I don't care. All right. I'm, I mean. I know you don't care. Everybody knows. Don't go to Walmart 
after nine in Rutland. Is that really a thing? Yes. <laughs> like from your childhood? No. In Rutland, is it going to be in trouble? Our gang's going to come to my door. <laughs> Let's stop talking about it. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, switch. We'll go back. If anybody wants to know about Rutland, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So he's out on a thing. He's out, He does a bust, and there's all like, he's chasing these you know guys down. He's in his like rogue uh, blazer. His robe? His rogue. Rogue. Blazer. It's like a, you know, a blazer, like a car. Oh, oh, I was picturing a car. Not as clothing. Not as cool. He's wearing like He's a wearing a rogue blazer. He has like a jean jacket on. Anyway, and a cowboy hat. Okay. So um, he's chasing this guy. Uh, these guys, they're in a gang. They must be gang related because they're firing out the back of their car at the police, regular police cars. Only gangs do that. Yeah. And the regular police cars are like, you know, blowing up and stuff. Sure. He's, he stays on them. He um, somehow... Gets ahead of them somehow and drags the, takes a steel rope out of the back, not steel, like cable, Got out it. of the back of his car, wraps around a telephone pole on this bridge, and then um, pulls his car over. And the dudes in the, the gang in the, in the other car is coming down the bridge and they're like, what is this loco doing? Oh, Jesus. No. That's what he said. Okay. This sounds like a terrible show. He said loco. <laughs> that means crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, anyway, they hit the cable and they go off the bridge, crash onto the ground below. Uh-huh. He runs down in his cowboy hat and stuff, and they they lived. Thank God. Yeah, and they get out and they start like submachine gunning. So, one of them breaks away and runs away and gets free, and the other two are there, and he like you know they arrest him, and while they're you know cuffing him, the head of the police department, I don't know who chief. It is. The chief. I don't think it was the chief. I think he was like a side chief. He's the guy that used to be on Desperate Housewives. He was Is like it Brian crazy... Van Holt? <laughs> Maybe. Let me see. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. Show me all their pictures. That guy. Oh, Mark Moses. Yeah. Under sheriff. Yeah, he was the side sheriff. He was the side sheriff. <laughs> okay. um, he shows up with a couple of other dudes and they... They say to Stephen Dorff, whatever his name is on the show. Hooper? Bill Holster. Holster? Hollister. Hollister. That would be a little too on the nose if it was Holster. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty funny. Um, I'm a gunslinger. My name is Bill Holster. Bill Holster. <laughs> so um, uh, they say that the he- the chief, the mm. head sheriff, the sheriff ah. um, died. Sure. Massive heart attack. Yeah. And in Los Angeles... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Steve, Steven Dorff has just, like, taken care of these bad guys. Most and of them. in the same scene where he's, like, cuffing these people, some guy walks up and goes, the sheriff's dead. <laughs> some guy walks up, the undersheriff, the side sheriff, walks up, and and Steven Dorff, Bill, I guess his name is, says, what are you doing here? And the undersheriff says, we're here because, um, no, he said, uh, I think Steven Dorff said something like, you're not going to get me to retire because I blew up a bridge or something. I don't know. He had a lot of destruction. And um, they said, no, we're not here because of that. We're here because Sheriff blah, blah, blah died today. And in the Constitution of Los Angeles, in their laws, Los Angeles must have laws from like old time. They say that whoever is the longest deputy, deputy, not deputy, deputy, when the sheriff dies, gets to be the sheriff. 
wish everyone could see her face. <laughs> the lead up. This, that must have been the first like three minutes of this show. It was and rough. It, I think it took you ten minutes to get through, which is fine. But the like look up in your face, and when you finally got to the part where he's now the sheriff, was just <laughs> chef's kiss. It was perfect. chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, so uh, and I don't think anybody likes him. Apparently not. Yeah. So now he's the sheriff. Got it. And. He has to catch the bad guy who got away. I think his name was Oscar. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> Oscar, I don't know. You don't need to try and guess the last I name. I think of he the had a gang member. name. So, um, so now they had a clue from the in the truck, something there's like weird money or something. I don't know, like I don't know what it is. But anyway. He's got a clue. Yeah. So they're on the trail for this Oscar guy. Um, they're washing money for something. I mean, they're like, what's it called? Laundry. Laundry money. <laughs> Sorry. That was, that was, damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. So there's, there's a clue. I don't know what the clue is, but there's like, there's money. The money is wet. Yeah, the money is wet. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, long story short. Okay. Stephen Dorff, his wife is a doctor in the hospital. Oh, he's married. Yeah, he's married and has a daughter. And the daughter um, is, you know, teenage angst. Got it. Um, his name is Oscar. Good job. I told you. Yep. So, then, um, the whole first episode is him trying to find this oscar guy and i think oscar must have had an accountant or something when he was watering not watering what is laundering it? laundering i went washing watering yeah no, no. washing laundering yep it's... you know what i mean uh-huh. so oscar had like a partner hmm. he ends up i mean there's a lot of other stuff going on with like deputies being sworn in and mm-hmm. new deputies and stuff and um oscar's partner Oscar goes to the house and he says to the, I don't know what he actually says to the partner guy, but he kidnaps his kid. Steven Dorf does? No. Oscar. Oscar. The gang guy. The bad guy. The bad guy. Takes mm-hmm. the kid and tells the money guy, get me my money. <laughs> Got it. Or I'm going to kill your kid. Kid's cute. Little blonde, little girl. Anyway, <laughs> he takes her. So now, uh, So now it's not a matter of Los Angeles County, it's a matter of FBI, because now it's a kidnapping. And the FBI come in, and they're like, you know, Stephen Dorff is like, this is my, you know, town, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And FBI says, ha, 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 we have the case. So Stephen Dorff has two friends that are working with him. They're deputies also. One's a guy. I think it's that Brian Holt guy. Got it. And the other one's a lady. And um, they're trying to find Oscar. Stephen Dorff has a bodyguard now because he's a sheriff. It's a lady. Okay. Tough lady. Because she used to work for the FBI. Now she's a bodyguard person. Oh. For the sheriff's department. Got it. He has a bodyguard. Yeah. Now he's a bodyguard and driver because he's a sheriff. Got it. So then. (laughs) So then they they do all this, you know, tracking down of Oscar where they could have brought the kid Mm -hmm. and they go out and fbi doesn't know because they're not used to the lay of the land Mm -hmm. and they realize that they're they figure out they're in this cabin in the like desert out 
in the outskirts. Somewhere. Yeah, Got outskirts it. of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So no other houses around. And they're on a bluff overlooking the thing, overlooking the cabin. And there's like some <laughs> there's guards outside. The bodyguard says, well, what are we going to do? And Stephen Dorff says, do you know how to ride a horse? And they both said, yeah. So they find horses. I don't know where. And they ride horses with their guns and they come galloping in and start, you know, killing all the gang people to save the kidnapped girl. Very action packed. And and then um, they save the girl. Great. They bring her home. Mm -hmm. A little blonde girl, you said? Little blonde girl. Hmm. (laughs) She's safe. Mm -hmm. Back with her parents. Well, her money laundering father, who's probably going to go to jail. But her mother's still around, so I feel okay about that. And then um, there's a lot of the other stuff that happens in the hospital with his wife and how they first met and everything else. And yeah, the end. <clears throat> Did you think this show was at all insensitive or might be offensive to Hispanic people? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I think there was sort of, I mean, was it at all did they have any sort of complexity to those characters? N- no. <laughs> they have complexity to any character. Well, gang related. <laughs> <laughs> they I mean, were all like... in gangs. I I guess I guess it's not a that I, they What did were... you think of the show? Would you keep watching it? <laughs> <laughs> did it have a redeeming factor? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Would I, would I, do I want to see more gang stuff in Los Angeles? Uh, not really. Mm. I'm not really into it. I mean, when we're watching Justified, at least it was, at least it was like a whole, you know, I mean, they didn't just hit on one type of person, type of criminal element. Yeah. One type of criminal element. Everybody was a fucking criminal in Kentucky. Well, maybe they're not being nice to people. From- I mean, like, I, I think the thing about Justified is that the characters were very complex. There was no, like, you know, cardboard cutout bad guy. Right. I mean, these guys definitely, <laughs> you could tell who the bad guys were. And is that how it is? <laughs> Everybody wears bandanas. <laughs> I mean. Well, so what would you, you think you will continue watching it or no? I don't think so. <laughs> what do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Rotten Tomato for Deputy. Is it the Deputy or just Deputy? Just Deputy. Um, Rotten Tomato. You know, I don't. I'm going to give it in the 60s. Like so, maybe 65. <clears throat> critical consensus. While those looking for a stylish new procedural with a few unexpected nuances will find much to like, Deputy sticks too closely to its genre guns to break any new ground. Mm. Rotten Tomato Meter, 31%. Oh, I gave him too high. It's really not doing very well. It's got a 53% audience score, so it's not even one of those things where it's like critics don't like it, but audiences like it. Yeah. It's, in general, not great. I mean, <laughs> I wish it was just a little more, what's the word, like di- diverse, maybe? Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe in the next few, I mean, they had prison scenes where it was like, you know. Kind uh, of one note. Like one color. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't Which, sound great. No. Uh, one of the reviews here from uh, Variety: Deputy's politics may come from a past decade, but its writing seems to come from another century. Hmm. Um, 
This one's from Hollywood Reporter. It's silly, occasionally action-packed, rarely makes any sense at all, and it's a bit less reactionary than I feared. I probably won't watch anymore, but then again, there are around a dozen Airbud movies I haven't seen either. <laughs> Which really cracks me up. Um, yeah. And then from RogerandEbert.com, it says, Dorf is at the center, keeping it entertaining, and the, the ridiculousness of some of the plotting to start the series is almost admirable, but this is an inconsistent show in every way. Yeah, I don't know if it, if it's going to have a redeeming factor in, like, episode two and three. Yeah, I mean, it's only been three episodes, and these are the reviews from those three I've episodes. I've only watched one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer, I like Stephen Dorff. I do, too. I mean, I like his his I like his look yeah. on this show. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe I it's... I like re- his look. Maybe it's just because I miss Justified. Maybe you were looking for a good Justified replacement. I was. And it's... I mean, his... his um, his characters that he, the people that he plays off of, his two deputies that are with him, mm. are kind of interesting, but I don't know. Mm. So, I'm sorry, I can't give it a good review. Bummer. I'll give it a, a if you're bored, someday. But it's probably going to be canceled, so, <laughs> so don't bother. <laughs> All right, well, um, I'm glad to have learned that. I won't give it a chance. Nope. I am, uh, did we talk about Stumptown on this podcast yet? No. Yes. Yes. No? Well, we talked about it being a show we were excited about. Oh, well, maybe we can, ta- well, maybe. I haven't watched anymore since the last time I watched, but it's a good show. It is a good show. Maybe we we'll can... talk about that next time. Or, or, we might have something else to talk about next time. We might have a guest host. A guest host. Guest co-host. Mm-hmm. I'll be here. I mean, what else am I going to do? But you are our sound engineer. But I've been asked numerous <laughs> times... To watch some animation, animated TV shows. Yes. Um, By me and others. Family Guy, which I won't watch because there's a talking dog. I just can't handle that. Uh, Remy and Stump. What is it? No. <laughs> what is it? What is it? It's Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. <laughs> Remy and Stump. Isn't there like a Remy and Stump? Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Remy and Stump. Sorry, I don't watch a lot of animated TV shows since Tom and Jerry went off the air and Roadrunner. Okay, well. Those are my faves. Um, oh, I like animated television, but I there's a member of our family who is particularly uh, in tune yes. to animated television for adults, and that would be my sister. Yes. And she has volunteered, or actually been coerced, yes. into uh, sitting sitting down with mom. Um uh-huh. To have a conversation about it. And mom has actually agreed to watch some of the episodes. So if you're interested and you've been waiting and waiting to hear mom talk about shows like Bob's Burgers, Rick and Morty. Just those two. Family Guy. No, I can't wait. I'm looking at Hannah. Big Mouth? Big Mouth. Oh my God. I know so many people that would really love to hear what you think about Big Mouth. That might be its own episode. I just watched one episode of (laughs) Maybe it'll be a series of episodes where Hannah comes in to talk about animated television with mom. (laughs) But anyway. She's going to get mad at me. (laughs) Maybe. Hannah, you got anything to say? She's super excited You about better it. be prepared, Hannah, because I am like, what's it? <laughs> sharp as a tack. I'm sharp as a tack. I am like, what? What am I eating? What, what's the word? Sharp. I'm on it. Yeah, you are. Super When I do it. recaps, I am on them. Just know um, how to wash money. <laughs> I know how to wash money. Whatever. Do you want to give us a word of wisdom, Mom? Yeah, well, it's more like a it's more like a a thing I ran across uh, that I don't really understand what it meant. Uh huh. And um, I took a picture of it, 
because uh, I guess Benjamin Franklin said it. <laughs> okay. And here's what it is. Um, most people die at 25 and aren't buried until they're 75. Oh. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? I think it means most people... Sorry, I started eating another chocolate. <laughs> I think what it means is that, like, some people stop making new decisions, making new choices, learning new things, or progressing in their life after the age of... I think 25 is a little young, but he's saying that you should always continue to try and keep experiencing new things and learning new things and living your life. You know what? That's what I say. That's your word of wisdom? If you feel like going out and spending a lot of money on pajamas... Do it. Yeah. And if you want to buy a new mattress, do it. These are both things that mom has done for herself in the last week, and I think it's great. Me do you too. want to tell everybody what uh, bathrobe <laughs> you purchased? Because I think it is relevant to our podcast. It is a TV related item. Yeah. What, what's the bathrobe? <sighs> All right. I went out and I purchased, I didn't go out anywhere. I did it online. I did it from my comfort of my couch. I bought the new bathrobe. Made by Skims. Which is <laughs> a company owned by Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> it I'm, looks I'm like happy such a comfy bathrobe, though. I deserve it. You do. I deserve some luxury. And you know what? Kim Kardashian deserves your money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm, you know. No, I think it's great. I'm, I'll, it's Treat yourself. It's a penny in her bucket. Why not? All right, everybody, you'll be hearing from my mom, uh, as always, in two weeks, but you will also be hearing from my sister. Yeah, so this should be interesting. It'll be TV with my mom and sister. I'm excited about it. Can't wait to watch some cartoons. Yeah, me too. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Safe week. Bye. Bye. podcast you can follow us on instagram at tv with my mom at twitter with at you know tv with my mom at tv with mom and you can rent no <laughs> you can write us yep at tv with my mom at gmail.com it rhymes you can rate review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast and mom who is our shout out of the week our shout out of the week is our in two week broadcaster hannah hannah shout out of the week congrats hannah congrats hannah you'll love the hot seat <laughs> and who would we like to thank We'd like to thank John Dodson for his musical repertoire, as usual. And Diane Sullivan for her art. We so appreciate it. We do. All the time. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a safe week. Drive carefully. Bye. Bye. Money laundering. (laughs) What? Money laundering. What did I say it was? Washing. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's that's kind of the same thing. It is the same. Money washing, money laundering. Sure.